Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Soul Survivor Podcast. We are back for another week of content on our now every other week schedule. My name is Dylan Bird, here with my co-host, Ryan Winthrop, and we have more Survivor to talk about despite not getting another new episode for another 10 and a half months. Dylan, talking about Survivor with you makes the offseason go somewhat faster. I mean, I mean, this has just been a really rough offseason. Every time I think back to the finale of Winners at War back in mid-May, it's almost crazy to think that we haven't had Survivor since then and we're now ending October. But again, like I said, talking to you every other week just really makes the season offseason go faster. So I'm hoping we get news soon, but it's always good to catch up. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Uh, what's up, Survivor is nice uh, in the comments there. Love to see the live viewers. And again, like normal, we are going to talk throughout this whole whole podcast and just keep you know keep keep throwing the comments in the chat we will respond to comments throughout and if we don't respond throughout we will respond to everything at the end so be sure to do that like normal today we are going to talk about survivor themes so first we'll talk about what were our favorite survivor themes from the past what were our least favorite survivor themes from the past and then we will talk about future new season ideas um, we've already gone over a lot of this in terms of returnees um, because we've done our casting drafts where we've had second chance two and third time to charm, et cetera. But we have not really spoke about ideas for newbie seasons. So I want to take a lot of time to do that for sure. Yeah, no, these are, this is a good uh, topic to go over. Honestly, I think with 40 seasons, there's a lot of material to go through as well as predicting new themes. Um, before we get started, Dylan, I, I want to start with my theory or my main point that I'll be bringing up throughout the podcast. Let's hear it. And I think I've heard this, not, I've seen this, you know, in articles, I've seen this in some uh, videos on YouTube channels. I've seen this mentioned on Rob's podcast. I really think, and actually, if you, if you want to look at the history, I think season 20 through 40, you look at heroes versus villains through winners at war. You could probably pick out a theme for every single season, 20 through 40. The last, I think the last real season without a theme in any sense of the word would be Samoa. Because every other season after that, you have all returnees or blood versus water or divided by age or divided by um, social class or generation. Like there's always some type of theme, even like Ghost Island, like reverse the curse. There's always some theme. And I think that maybe Survivor, maybe Jeff wants the themes to help push a narrative or he wants it to help with storytelling. Maybe it makes some characters more compelling. But I feel like they always need a theme nowadays. And I think my main point that I'll be saying throughout the podcast is I think the cast is what makes Survivor. I think the cast is more important. I think it's critical that the show, they make they find their cast first and then make their theme off the cast, if that makes sense. Don't make the theme and then shoehorn the cast in. Make your players first and then kind of if you want a theme then make it off of the cast what do you think about that initial thoughts to start yeah, i mean i completely agree i think that once survivor moved from old school to new school a lot of the emphasis went off of the actual place they go and more onto the theme and it makes sense honestly um i mean they went to a bunch of cool places and people started tuning in a lot more for the gameplay as the gameplay got a lot better over the years so that makes sense that the theme that now it's more theme based rather than more location based as the theme. Um, and I also do agree that the cast does make the season. The theme does not make the season, but the theme certainly helps. But if you don't have a good cast, then nothing matters. So I completely agree with that. And as Solomon says in the chat, big news today. We yeah. Hero and vil heroes versus villains coming to Netflix is good for the brand as well. That is true, Solomon, for sure. So 
it's actually funny. I was just telling Ryan, I'm trying to get one of my friends to start on Survivor right now. So definitely good that uh, Survivor is coming to more platforms. So Yeah, I, and again, we were also saying before the podcast that even though Heroes versus Villains is kind of a weird place to start because it's all returning players, it, the way it opens with them coming in on the helicopters and the first ever reward challenge, it really, I think introduces people to how epic the show can be and even though it may spoil some winner winner results for you you can go back and watch ultra seasons later uh yes alan 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 maybe seem surprised that survivors coming to netflix but um yeah no I, I think it's great that your friend's getting into it we always love getting new people into the show um but yeah dylan you're i obviously i echo what you said that the cast is so paramount i mean i think jeff has said this in interviews too where he has admitted that let, let's just take two themes of really poorly received seasons, Redemption Island and One World. You basically have themes that are interesting on paper. You basically have like, oh, we're going to kind of reinvent the formula where you don't, when you get voted out, you have a chance to come back into the game by fighting week after week against the next challenger. Or One World divided by gender and then living on the same beach. On paper, it sounds like it's cool because you're reinventing the wheel. But when you look at the cast and how it played out, you're, the cast is filled with, you know, boring and not really engaging characters to watch on TV. They don't really translate as well in the show. And then you have people like Kim Spradlin and Boston Rob run the table, and then you don't edit and you don't show those other people. So that's why I think the cast is even more important than the theme itself. And when we get to the rest of these themes uh, today, well, I think we're going to explore that uh, theory. Yeah, I completely agree. And, you know, to mention what you said with Heroes Villains, that I, I forgot where we ranked that on our list of best survivor moments, but the intro to Heroes Villains is one of my favorite survivor scenes ever with the yeah. opening challenge, with the helicopter. Everything was so amazing. And to answer Alan's question of when, yes, yeah, Solomon says mid November is when Heroes vs. Villains and Kagayan come to Netflix. So for anybody interested in that, that is good news today. But let's get right into it and talk about what is your favorite themes that Survivor's done so far? All right, let's see. We have a long list here. I mean, like I said, you basically have 20 through 40 all have a theme of some kind, and then you have some themes prior to then. So there's a long list to pick from. I'm going to start off pretty simple. I'm going to say the theme of, and again, I think, Dylan, you would agree that just because we love a theme doesn't mean the season was top tier. I think we we love the theme of maybe Ghost Island, which I'm sure we'll get into, but maybe the season itself wasn't as amazing as the theme was. But going right. off of that, though, I would like to start with Brains versus Brawn versus Beauty. I think that the theme itself is really interesting because you take three main attributes that you can basically assign to a person. I mean, first impressions, if people don't know a lot of psychology, first impressions are formed within, you know, tenths of a second. And when you look at somebody or you talk to them for one sentence, you figure out, okay, are you brawny? Do you have athleticism? Are you brainy with your intelligence? Beauty, are you attractive? And I think... That it's an interesting concept that seems, I think, shallow on the surface, but we see that people go beyond that. They break out of those predefined groups. Tony, you know, Tony was a brawn, obviously, because he's a big cop from New Jersey, but Tony didn't win basically a single challenge in Kagiyan. He goes on to win a lot of challenges and winners of war, but doesn't win anything in Kagiyan and ends up with his strategy proving to be more of a brain. Um, Spencer is a brain, but Spencer wins three immunity challenges in a row, is more of a brawn. So I like how not just in Kagiyan, but also Korong, people break out of their um, predefined group. And it's cool that, you know, this could come back, Dylan, because we've had a brawn win and a beauty win. We have not had a brain win. So I'm all for uh, brains, brawn, beauty three. 
Yeah, I, I, I like that theme as well. Um, I'm going to just rattle off a few that I really liked here. Yeah. So I think fans versus favorites the first time was great. Um, I really just like the idea, but a problem that we have run into it, um, that, that a problem that that ran into it, uh, that, that se- those seasons, they ran into a big problem. And that was, especially in the second one, where the fans, I mean, the favorites kind of just ran circles around the fans. And that was just like, I think just having so much experience on Survivor is when you put people who have experience for people who don't have experience, it creates a big mismatch. So that is a problem. I like the idea. And I think that the first fans versus favorites worked out amazing. I think Heroes Villains, another great theme. Obviously, that was such an epic season. So I remember it as a good theme. And I think it's a major reason. I think the season was so epic that that's the reason that Survivor has not done it again. Um, I think that they want that season to be like a standalone. They don't want a second one to like kind of overshadow that first one. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like blood versus water. I just think the idea of family members on the same beach together is a great, is a great one. And I think that season 27 is, I, I like season 27 a lot. That's a top, it's a top 10 season for me. And you know, the second blood versus water, I did not like as much. That's probably more bottom tier for me, but I, I still think that some great players came out of that for sure. And looking at a few more that I want to mention, we've oh, we, we've mentioned that I, I love Second Chance. I think that's the whole system for that's great. I think they should absolutely do it again. And you mentioned so, and then I want to mention David versus Goliath is another one that I really liked because I thought that it gave us a bunch of underdogs to root for, especially a guy like Christian, who you would have never thought could play in a type of game like Survivor and ends up being the show the season's fan favorite. Yeah, and exactly. Everyone thinks will return at some point. Um, and then, like you said, Ghost Island was, in my opinion, a really good theme. And honestly, I would not be surprised if they did another Ghost Island because I think that there's just so many moves that you could point to and be like, well, if this guy did something different, then they would they would have ended up in a completely different position or they, you know, they make a bad move with some kind of idol or advantage. And I just think that that's, there's endless possibilities with that. Solomon said in the chat here, he says, Islands of the Idols have had potential. I actually completely agree with this. I, I liked Islands of the Idol. I think it... I like having seasons where there's like another island to go to if it's not the edge. Um, so like Ghost Island, Island of the Idols, where you have the opportunity to earn advantages. So I liked the Island of the Idols idea. I would be open to bringing it back for an Island of the Idols too with other players. Like I know Parvati and Tyson said that they were interested in doing it. I'd be interested in that. And those are pretty much all the themes that have stuck out to me as, as ones that I think worked really well or I like the idea a lot. No, you I think you brought up a really a really few good points there honestly. I think David versus Goliath is uh actually proves my point that I was saying earlier where I'm pretty sure Jeff said either at the reunion show or in an interview he said I think when they were casting for the show Pat walked in and Pat obviously exemplifies what an underdog is in his life, you know, where I think he didn't get to go to college, he worked a truck a trucker job right out of school and I think his something happened with his mother or his father. He's had a really hard life. And I think Jeff is like, you know what? You represented David. That wasn't the theme, but you represent an underdog. And then obviously John Morrison walks in or Dr. Allison. You're like, wow, you've been an overachiever. You've been somebody who has been excelling in your field, top of your game. You've had a lot of things go easier in life. I mean, you worked hard, but you didn't have as much uh, hurdles. You're obviously a Goliath. You're a Titan. And I think that's where the theme was created. So that, Dylan, you proved my point where the cast really makes the show over the theme. And that's why people constantly rank David versus Goliath in the top 10. It's in my top 10 for sure. Um, 
And yeah, and you're right. I think Micronesia also a great theme, especially on paper. I think, like you said, with how it plays out, um, probably won't see it again because we've just seen the favorites run circles around the fans. But it is, it's a great concept. I mean, how much would we love to play against some of our favorite players of all time? I mean, I would love it. I would be hard-pressed yeah. not to work with them instead of voting them out. But, you know, it would just be great to be on the same beach as them. And I do agree with you that blood versus water is an amazing concept. The fact that is blood thicker than water, would you basically, like with Sierra, we see, would you get rid of your family member if it meant advancing your game? Some people will, some people won't. And it also gives you that strategy where they're on the other beach. Every move you make will affect someone else's game because they're tied to another person. That's really and uh, paramount and then you also mentioned ghost island of course i think the theme is really cool i would love to see more relics and more survivor flashbacks happen again you know this is james's idol that he was voted out with this was um sophie's idol she so sophie's idol she was voted out with this is adam's podium there's a lot of great things that can come back and i think it's really great um and i think as well you know sticking with this whole cast thing let's look at for a second dylan let's look at millennials versus gen x and let's look at Nicaragua. Both of them have the same theme. Both of them are divided tribes by age or by, I guess, generation. You know, Dylan, one of these seasons is constantly regarded as great and one is constantly regarded as bad. And I think that's because it's the cast. I mean, I don't think the theme worked. I don't love young versus old because as we see, the young tribe will always win the first few immunity challenges. It does feel a little lopsided. But the Millennials Gen X cast was just a lot better than the Nicaragua cast. So I think that just proves that even more. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the old versus new. I think that they're probably going to start moving away from the generation stuff. Um, I know that a lot of people speculate otherwise with having all the young people apply. Um, I just think that they want young people to apply because it just gives them a bigger player, bigger potential pool in years to come. And I think that they had a feeling that they were not going to be filming for a while, which is why they had people that were young applying just so they have their names on record and stuff for even when they get older. So I think they're going to move away from the age stuff. I'm not really a huge fan of that. Um, But I do want to talk about, so speaking of themes that we weren't really a huge fan of, I want to talk about some of our least um, favorite themes and I'll I'll jump right into it here. So I, I'm not a huge fan of the millennial gen X. Um, I think that game changers gets a lot of flack, obviously for obvious reasons is because everyone wasn't a game changer and that's very obvious. Now, if they clearly defined what a game changer was and every single member of the cast was a game changer, I think everyone would be more accepting of it. But the fact that the season didn't turn out great and it was just a very wide range of returnees that they didn't really know how else to categorize them. So they just kind of named it game changers. It wasn't really received well. Let's just be honest with that. Mm-hmm. Um what do you what do you think? I'm gonna keep looking through this list right now, but yeah. what, what are some of while I continue to brainstorm, what are some seasons that you didn't love as well in terms of theme? Yeah, well I I will completely echo what you said about game changers. I think most of us feel the same way, honestly. Um I I just feel like, you know, they really tried to market it as game changers because they they needed that theme name and it just didn't land because not they're not all game changers. I don't care how much Jeff you try to stretch that some of them are, they're just not. And um, I would need to go back and look at some interviews and articles and see, again, did they make the name of Game Changers first and try to fill 20 spots? Or did they want returnees and think, what name do we need? I Honestly, maybe it's a hot take. I don't think we need a name. I know we've been in Fiji since um, 33, but like 
the, the subtitle of Game Changers was, I think it was called like the Mamanuka Islands. Just give it a name. Just give it a name of an island or something in Fiji. I don't need it to be called Game Changers and be promised a bag of goods of Game Changers and then it's not. Now, granted, you can make an argument, well, even if it was called Mamanuka Islands, that doesn't change the boot order. We're still going to lose Sierra, Tony, Malcolm, Caleb, uh, JT, Sandra, like all in a row. Yeah, I mean, yes, it's still going to make the season not as fun, but at least I wouldn't have been like, oh, I'm going to get to see Game Changers. And then I'm like, they're not Game Changers. Um, And then I agree, like I said, the young versus old don't really work. I guess one more theme that I'm not a huge fan of is, um, I'm just looking at my list over here. I mean, am I allowed to rag on EO, EOE? Like, I mean, just yeah. As a I mean, I was I was gonna say so before we get to EOE because I was gonna mention that that's that's a little bit obvious because I think everyone agrees there. I was gonna say I'm not a huge fan of Heroes, Healers, Hustlers just because I don't think it's yeah. I'm I'm not like I don't think it's very very defined almost. I don't think it's as good as Brains, Bronze, Beauties or something like that. And I just it's not something that gets me excited compared to the other themes. And in terms of EOE, like you mentioned, there's just so many problems with it that we've gone over several times. So I don't feel like we need to get into detail for that. But I obviously do not like that theme. Yeah, you know what? You're right. Let's not beat a dead horse. We, we talked <laughs> enough about EOE. Yeah, I, let's go back to Triple H. And I think that proves my point. The fact that we have to call it Triple H and not the the word mouth of healers versus heroes, it's, it's, it's just it's too much. It's really, yeah. it doesn't flow off the tongue well. And I, I get what they were trying to recapture the energy or like the theme of uh, worlds apart. And I think maybe we can talk about worlds apart next. Um, but I think they say, you know, we're going to divide up the tribes based on, you know, their traits where it's their compassion, their courage, their tenacity that makes them a hero healer or a hustler. But again, I don't think it lands as well as the brains brought in beauty or even the worlds apart social classes. I just don't think it's as compelling which is sad because I feel, really feel like this is a great cast. I really love the Triple H cast. Obviously, the season gets a lot of flack for the ending. But I really do think there were so many great characters. I mean, Ben, Chrissy, Devin, Dr. Mike, Lauren, Joe, um, Cole, Alan. Like, there's so many great pre-merge and post-merge characters that, again, I don't think you needed to um, put them into these preconceived, like, bundles. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with that as well. Um, and then I, I, I quickly wanted to hit on a comment before that I missed. Yeah. Um, Survivor is nice. Said I quote, I really like the winners theme. Obviously, lol. But we probably won't see it again because duh. Yeah, I, I, I everyone liked winners at war in terms of the theme. So I, I, I wasn't going to mention that, but that is true as well. But yeah. you know, we mentioned so we spoke about what themes are our favorite, what theme are our least favorite. But one thing I really do want to focus on, because I think it's more interesting than us just talking about our favorites and least favorites, is I want to come up with new ideas for newbie seasons. Now, we've already discussed several returnee seasons and returnee season ideas, so I don't want to stress too much on that. I'd rather focus on newbies. But just to refresh people's memories, we did casting drafts at the very beginning of the offseason, right after Winners at War ended. And some of the ideas that we came up with for future returnee seasons and we did casting drafts for. So just to run through it right here, we had second chance two, we had heroes versus villains two, we had third times a charm, we had unfinished business, we had bad breaks. So that's talking about people who basically got screwed over by a twist or something else they got screwed over by. Um, then we did revenge of the runner up. So runner up season, dominant duos, a duo season. And pre-merge boots is where we stopped our casting drafts for the offseason. So those are just some ideas of returnee themes 
that we had that that we had you know and did casting drafts on before we get to the newbie ideas do you have any other returnee ideas do i have any other ideas besides those for returning yeah. player seasons well i think i think before before you get to yours i think one obvious one that we did not end up drafting because we thought it would have been a lot of repeats is old school versus new school but yeah, I think yeah. that's a very obvious theme for a season now i think that they may use that for like a legends type season so i think that that may be kind of combined with legends if they ever do that yeah i, I think CB, cbs is very uh cognizant of that fact i think that when they were even even with game changers i think when they were looking to bring people back they wanted to try to get people from you know across survivors storied history i mean you had people new like michaela who played a season before but then you had somebody like Jeff Varner, who played in season two. I mean, you basically are trying to get people from all different generations because of the show, because there's many different fans of the show. You have old school fans and you have new school fans. So I think that is a slam dunk of a theme if they ever want to do it, Dylan. I definitely think that should be the next new BC, I'm sorry, returning player season if it's not. Second chance two is old school, new school. And I did the same thing as well for um, the first second chance where the ballot had a good mix of older and new school players and we saw a couple of great old school players. I mean, I, I guarantee you, if you ask some newer fans of the show, if they knew who Kelly Wigglesworth was, they probably wouldn't know who she is. But the old school fans are like, no, she was she lost by one vote. Give her one more chance. So I think it's it really is a slam dunk to do an old school, new school if they have attorneys. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I mean, some other ideas that people have thrown out there um, are, are stuff like like putting like like seasons against each other. So like four tribes of like, maybe four tribes of like five and then you have five contestants from four different seasons and have them com- compete for each other compete yep as sp fan says right as i'm talking about this battle of the seasons take two to four seasons and make two to four tribes i think that would work but i wonder if Surv- i don't think survivor would do that just because you're kind of limiting yourself to a casting pool um but it is an interesting idea to think about now let's talk about newbie themes do you have any ideas for newbie themes one that I see a couple of times, and I'm not sure how well it would play out because I don't, I don't, I think that people don't want to get too far back into the whole uh, Panama and Cook Islands, the way they divided the tribes there, because some of those were not seen as very favorable and a little controversial, especially with the way Cook Islands was uh, divided by ethnicity. Um, I have seen a couple of people online say they would be uh, interested in a potential tribe breaking up by geographic region, because obviously there are different stereotypes that come from people who live in the West people who live in the South, people who live in the East, Northeast. I feel, I mean, granted, I think that, br- that brings the same problems that Cook Islands could bring in terms of stereotypes and in terms of, um, I don't know if the online community would be as polite as they probably should be to these players, but I feel like it's, again, it's that interesting idea of can you break out of a predefined description that, that you are given? Like, you know, people have, people who live in the East who have never met somebody from the West coast may have preconceived notions, but maybe you break out of that and you really showcase, Oh, you're more than that. Or you really flip the narrative on its head. So, I mean, again, I think that's one potential theme that they could do if they're really looking for different types of newbie themes. Yeah. That's, that's funny that you mentioned geographic area. I know that's something that a lot of people have thrown out. I was going to throw it out if you didn't, I think that would work well because Obviously, people from New York are going to be different from, than people from Alabama, and that's just the truth. Um, so, like, I, I think that separating by geographic area is definitely a good 
I, I think it's, it, it's good that you're going to have people that are so different that are going to have to interact with each other. And that, I think that's one of the main goals of Survivor. So any other newbie, potential newbie themes you have? I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think here. There's definitely some ideas to do, but I, it's just, it's just so tough because Survivor has done so much and you're like, you're trying to think of something to outdo them, you know? Yeah, I mean, I know at the end of this podcast, we're going to see what the people in the audience have, because I, I I already saw a couple of great ideas, both for newbies and returning seasons flow by. Um, one idea that I saw a long time ago that I don't think would work because we would get into full advantage get in mode is, um, and I, I just think it'd be really cool. It's never going to happen, though. But what if, you know, to see how well people could utilize idols, imagine if basically every, let's just say 16 people, new people. Everyone in the game is given one idol. So you have six, 16 idols, which is a lot of idols, but they never get put back into play. So let's just say there's one night where four, three people stand up and say, we're using our idols. Great. The number of idols in the game is now reduced to like um, 13 at this point. And maybe if you're worried about an advantage getting at the final six, you say, okay, everyone gets an idol. And then maybe by the final 10 or the nine, they all expire. I think that might be kind of cool. That's way too crazy of a game to keep track of, but that, that I think that'd be exciting. Yeah, again, I don't think that's something that they ever do, but it is something that that'd be that'd be interesting to think about. Now, Survivor is nice here in the comments mentions that Back to the Basics is mentioned a lot. So in terms of Back to the Basics, I think that that's something that will never happen. I think it's something that's discussed a lot from Survivor super fans that want to see what happens if there's no advantages in the game. But I think that advantages and a strategy is something that drives viewers at this point in the show. And I think that you're not getting casuals with back to the basics and casuals, casual fans or new fans is what ultimately drives ratings. So that's why I think back to the basics will never happen. Uh, in terms of other newbie ideas, like I would be completely down for ghost Island too. I'd yeah. be completely down for an islands of the idols too. So like, I think that those are ideas that could be implemented in the future as well. Not something completely original, but something, a theme that's been done in the past with newbies that can be done once again with newbies, just as brains versus brawn, brawn brains versus brawn versus beauty was done twice. Yeah. Also to add to um, survivors, nicest comments, I think earlier in the chat, uh, before we also get to the different ideas, green Bay Packer fan 14 also mentioned the same thing. What about a season with no immunity idols, a pure social physical game? I, again, I, I think that'd be great as somebody who sees himself as I, I know a mid school fan doesn't exist, but I really do think I, I straddle the line between old school and new school. Cause I, I have seen all, all the seasons where I do think there's a lot of fun and excitement and energy in the new school era, but there's obviously a lot of things that I love and miss from the old school. Um, and I think that, you know, honestly, I would love to see, a season with no idols and just like a, a return to basics. Again, like you said, Dylan, I agree. I think because the casual fans now expect a certain type of caliber of pace from the game, it's not going to happen. But you know what? I think we've proven that it can be done in a new school era. You have to just look at Tommy from Islands of the Idols where he proved that he won no challenges. He played no idols. He played no advantages. He just played a really good social strategic game and he won and he didn't need any gimmicks. He didn't even go to IOI. So I feel like it can be done. So maybe you're right. Maybe we CBS doesn't want to officially do a back to basic season, but maybe we find players or hopefully we get some players that they're like, you know, what? I don't need this. My, I can rely on my social game and my strategic game because I'm that good and people will take me far and I'll still beat them at the end. More people like Tommy in that regard. Now, granted, I think Jordan has said this before, but it's like 
Tommy's not the most exciting to watch. I get that. Tommy's not the most exciting TV. But imagine if you had a fun version of Tommy in the new school era. That'd be fun. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I think Survivor will more rely on players that can rely on social game rather than going a complete back to basic season. But instead of us to, to, well, to I, I should say here, to extend the conversation, I want to turn to the audience and I want to see who in the comments has ideas um, for newbie seasons. And I'd love to see the comments and talk about it just right here, right now. So, but why we are waiting for some comments to come in, um, on potential newbie seasons, I'm going to go through some of the comments that have been asked earlier in the chat here, and we will answer them right now. Let's do it. So, all right. So I, I, there, I found one. Okay. So green Bay Packer fan, this is unrelated to what we're talking about, but he said, does anyone in this chat know how long, how soon they'll be able to film season 41? So for I, every, wish we knew. I wish we knew. Oh, yeah, I wish we knew once we know we will go live, uh, and talk about it. I think, I think that their normal, their plan is just to go back to the normal filming schedule, which means film again in March and then film again in May and film two seasons back to back. And then that'll be our 41 and 42 coming in September and then coming in February. That's crazy to think about that. We are not going to get a new season of survivor until September, 2021, but it's reality at this point, unfortunately. So that's what I, that's what I see right now. And I think they're not going to move off that at this point because March is not not that, that far away. I, I mean, Dylan, it really is so tough. I mean, I would love to think that it's re- really bare bones, very simple. We're going to film in uh, the spring. You're going to get your season in the fall. But And people are like, well, you know, why can't they just film somewhere in the U.S.? Or why can't they do a bu- bubble-like situation? Like, there are so many moving parts with Survivor. There's casting, there's crew from all over the world, including Australia, where there's still a uh, travel restriction due to covid I think just because the show is so big, there are a million moving parts. So we're hoping that it's soon, but it could still be a while away. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we we, we discussed that before, um, but hopefully we get some news soon. Uh, now from Solomon here, we have thoughts on captain seasons. So I think we've, we've spoke about this in the past. From a viewer standpoint, I love seeing old players come back without a doubt, but the captains are put at a major disadvantage. I know for a fact, and I, I don't think we asked her this when we had her on, but when Kelly Wentworth came on based on what everything she said, I am pretty sure that I'm pretty sure that if you ask Kelly Wentworth and said, do you wish you waited to come back on for a better opportunity? She would probably say yes. And I mean, yeah, hindsight's 2020 with how she ended up doing um, finishing in 10th. But I think that a lot of these players, if they're going to come back and have such a target on their back, they'd rather surround themselves with players who have an equal target to their target on their back compared to, you know, just being like that captain that everyone looks up to all the newbies on the cast. So yeah, I think that captain's seasons are fun if you want to get players back on, but it's a, it's a huge disadvantage for the captains that come back. I think it's really a a mixed bag, honestly. And I think that, you know, not just in terms of how they play out, but how people like them when they come on TV, like the, the fan reception, I think it really is a mixed bag where, you know, you have captain seasons like, um, Redemption Island and EOE and South Pacific, and they're not really, you know, reviewed as favorable. Then you have seasons like Philippines that everybody loves where they were, they were captains. And then I, I, I really do think as well, you know, there are some, some seasons where there's returning players with newbies and the returning players run the table. And then there are seasons like EOE where they show up and it's like, immediately they've got to go. We cannot work with them. And I think in the end, it does put you at a disadvantage because 
of the precedent that's been set. I think because returning players have come back in a mixed season and they won like a Rob or like an Ozzy almost won or like um, who else, you know, Tyson won in a mixed season. I think that because returning players have proven that they can do it, now we're going to start seeing more things like EOE where they're not going to allow those people to get too far anymore. So what are my, what are my thoughts, Solomon? I think that they were cool. I think that it's a little bit unfair at this point. Um, And I don't know if we would see another season like Philippines where it's a mixed season and it would be reviewed favorably. Yep. And to get to more questions here. Um, all right. So, so SP fans has second chance pre-mergers, Survivor allies. So the two different seasons there. Two things. So we actually did a Survivor duos casting draft, and we actually did a pre-mergers casting draft as well. So be sure to check that out if you haven't. Just look at our video, our past videos on YouTube. But I think that those are two phenomenal returning ideas. Yeah, I like I like Survivor's nicest comments where he uh, where they basically say uh, for returning seasons. I've heard of doing Survivor versus Australian Survivor. I, I have heard of a clash of the two shows. And, and, and people have also mentioned that before too, where you bring on people from Big Brother or people from The Amazing Race, like clash of the shows. I think that'd be pretty cool. Um, I, I hear amazing things about Australian Survivor. I mean, I know we've had somebody in the comments before basically say to us, hey guys, it's a long off season. Why, why don't you check out other versions of the show? Like Australian Survivor, Survivor South Africa. Um, and I've heard of really amazing things, so I need to do that. I think that'd be a really cool um, type type of idea. Yeah, I, I mean, I can, I, I agree. It's it's a decent idea for sure. Um, I think that having like a, it would be kind of like a world worldwide thing where people would be watching. Like, obviously, survivors watch like all over the world, but mm-hmm. people from Australia would be like obviously rooting for the Australian survivor players, and people from America would be rooting for like the 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 american survivor players so i think it would be create a cool kind of rivalry there mm-hmm. so green bay packer fan 14 asks could super fans versus novices aka people who never watched the show work as a new cast topic could be interesting watching the different strategies um so i think it's that's interesting so normally you would say like well super fans have the obvious advantage which they probably would but you do have your you do have a bunch of players who are who are recruited for the show and have not seen the show before they actually come onto the beach and there's been plenty of players to do that and be successful so i do think that that could be interesting i don't think it's actually something that they would ever do but it, it's interesting to think about i mean i personally am am not a fan of it i just think that those who are fans of the game not only have a much greater advantage but I also just think that they make for better TV. I just really do think that. And granted, there is something to be said about a person who's never seen the show and learns learns the game. Like somebody who really comes in as a fresh novice and they pick up on the game pretty fast and they become a real star. I think that's really compelling to watch. I just think that super fans versus novices, you basically would have, whether they swap tribes, whether it's the merge, you're going to see the super fans really just run circles around the novices in terms of the strategy, in terms of thinking one step ahead, two steps ahead, three steps ahead, um, basically calling a bluff or playing a bluff. Or even if you like, kind of like Tony with uh, Kagiyan kind of extending the rules or they're like, Oh wow, you can do that. I really do feel like it'd be an unfair uh, game. 
And I just think that super fans are more fun on TV because they, they either do really well or they flame out very fast. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I do agree. Like, I, like, as, as I said, I think it's interesting, but I do see the concerns that come along with it. Yeah. And as uh Bryn here says, Earl was recruited two days before filming. It was super amazing in Fiji. Yeah. Again, you get your outliers, um, players who are recruited and do great. Um, but then you will get players who will have no idea what they're doing and will get run circles around them. And that's just, that's the reality of a situation like that. I wish, I wish Earl, I know we mentioned this before, but I wish Earl was on Winners at War. I think that Fiji is a season that gets forgotten. And I just think Earl was a really solid sound winner. And I would love to see him play in a modern era. Um, Solomon says battle of the CBS shows survivor versus amazing race versus big brother. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Solomon just reminded me I need, I need to watch big brother after this, but yeah. Um, listen, I, I think, I think it'd be cool. Honestly. Um, we've seen, yeah. I mean, we've seen players cross shows before, obviously. Yeah. I actually, while we're looking for a few other, um, audience ideas in the chat, I actually went back and found an article that I saw, um, back in the spring when winners at war was happening on our TVs. Um, basically the tribes and the cast members basically pitched some theme ideas. And I was trying, trying to quickly go through them and see who had an idea that we liked. Yule thought of a theme that plays off brains, brawn and beauty, but it's out with out play out last. Like what if you have a tribe of strategists, a tribe of really social players and a tribe of really uh, dominant uh, physical players. I now, love now that can be used. What's up? I said, I love it. I think that's a great idea. I, I remember reading this article, by the way. I, that's, a, that's a good find by you. Good, a yeah. good, good, uh, yeah. good catch by you. I'll quickly post it in our chat in case you want to see it again. But um, I, think, I think that would work really well, not just... You know what? Not only for returning players, because returning players obviously would fall into one of those three buckets of that without play at last. But imagine if you cast 20 super fans and you were like, okay, are you more of an outwit kind of guy? Are you more of an outlast kind of girl? And based on their responses, oh, I'm, I'm a strategist, I'm a challenge beast, I'm a social player. I feel like that would be a really cool, not just for returnees, but if new players fell into those buckets as well. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm scrolling through this article right now. So Tyson mentions rivals. Yeah, we, we did not, we didn't end up drafting rivals, but I do think rivals would be interesting as a returnee season. Um, right. I think rivals would be amazing TV. I, I just don't think the rivals would agree to it. Yeah, I, I agree with that as well. Like you, when you come back, you don't want to be playing against or with a guy, a guy or girl that you hated. Like but, imagine if, imagine if you gave Francesca a third chance and said, look, we're going to give you a third chance. You've proven to be the only person to be voted out first twice, but we think you really deserve a fair shake at the game. And she sees Philip. He, he's on the, he's on the other tribe, but he's still in the game. She'd be like, no, I'm done. I, I can't do this for a third time. It just wouldn't be fair. So actually, Sophie comes up with an interesting idea here. She says, so this is speaking to novices. She comes up and she says that she wants, she loved watching somebody like Keith Nail play. Somebody who, you know, wasn't exactly great at the game, but was a great character um, and was so entertaining. So she says, get people off the street the last minute and just throw them all onto the island. <laughs> that's, that's pretty funny. Um, let's see. Scroll through here. Sandra says first boots. Interesting. I know I know we spoke about pre-merged boots, but first boots also interesting. Yep, um, I agree with that. Then we have huh. 
Wait. Okay, so then Michelle... Okay, this is another one that, that I think could be a theme for a legend season. But Michelle says champions versus challengers type season. So put me up against Aubrey or Ty, whoever thinks they could have beaten me in the end, and let's duel it out. So I, I think that's that's a potential. So if they don't do like an old school versus new school type theme for a legend season, I think that that is something that they could do. Um, let yeah, I, honestly, I, I really feel like that, that would be really fun for the fans to watch, honestly. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, but that that those, some good ideas in there, a lot of similar stuff to what we thought of. Um, let's see. I think. All right, so SP fan says, I think the issue with rivals is that there'd be a varying degree of threat love threat levels, probably. Like if Russell and Sandra is a rival pair, they'd be huge threats comparing to the compared to the rest. So I think the main question is like, is are you playing with your rival or are you playing against your rival? Like, are you trying to team up with your rival or are you trying to go against your rival? Are you gonna have opportunities to vote your rival out or are you gonna have opportunities to try and save your rival. I think it all depends on what the actual ground rules of the season would be. Yeah. So I guess the main question you need to ask yourself is um, if it's a season of 20 people, is is it like you are on one tribe and your rivals on the other, or it's like, well, that, that, that's how it has to be, right? Like you're on. I, would, tribe think, I would think, right. Like, cause like, but maybe you have like certain opportunities to, to like give a disadvantage to your rival on the other tribe, maybe? I don't know, like something like that. Oh, I mean, Dylan, that's that's where you have extortion. You extort your rival. There you go. Right, you you extort your rival. And then if you were doing the opposite of that, which would be like a duos or an ally season, you could separate the allies and duos onto separate tribes um, so that you don't get like multiple duo teams uh, teaming up and then you get two groups of two voting together. So you would split them up, but then maybe you have like, advantages where they can meet up at night or something so i think that duos or rivals is interesting concepts and could be could be a thing in the future i think what i would love the most in arrivals and you can tell me if uh, i'm right, right on this the most interesting part of arrivals season would wouldn't be the first three episodes or so where you have just the first tribes it would be at the tribe swap i think that's where it's cool because Imagine it's a tribe where it splits into two t- uh, two tribes of eight. You go from uh, 16 to um, eight each. And imagine if basically on one tribe you have literally um, you have three rivals, three pairs of rivals. So six out of eight of the tribe are all trying to get the other one voted out. And, and then you're, and then the other two people have to figure out who to go with. Or even if it's like, let's do three tribes of five and you have basically rival pair one rival pair two and then one person in the middle like who do they vote out out of those pairs of rivals i think i think that's where it's the most compelling yeah yeah i i completely agree but yeah i mean i think uh i think there's 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 just so many good ideas and i i'm so excited for when we get the leak of what the next theme is so we could just have an entire podcast discussing it honestly yeah i I do have actually one last quick point um as we're winding down um i know you just uh, uh, brought up sp fans comment about rivals and like returning players like russell and sandra did we discuss yet and maybe i i didn't pay attention but did we discuss um rivals but like newbies like because like, I, 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 big brother did this once where they had a season where um four three people had to play along with a rival from their life like an estranged father or daughter or a um like uh like ex um ex couple or like ex roommates like imagine if it was rivals like the theme of arrivals but instead of returning players where it's varying degrees of threat level 
it's 16, 18, 20 people where they're like their rivals or they're like frenemies, whatever in real life. But like, it's that. Wow. I, I, I've never actually thought of that. Um, I think it could work, but I think it also could get a little bit messy for the network. So I think that they'd probably stay away from that if I had to guess. It'd probably be like a, a casting nightmare, honestly, to figure that all yeah. out, like logistically. But imagine if they could pull that off. I think that'd be really, really cool. Yeah, wait, SP, Pan, SP Fan actually makes another good point here. I think in a way, quote from him, I think in a way Redemption Island was them trying to make a rival season, Rob versus Russell. They tried to cre recreate their heroes versus villains rivalry, but it didn't pay off. It needs to happen naturally. Yeah, that may that may be true. I think that is a good point there that I did not think of. But we – oh, wait, were you going to say something, Ryan? No, I was just going to say, I mean, I, I agree with that as well. It didn't really pay off. I mean, I, I think also that was the part of – that was literally the moment of the sh of the show's history where Jeff was considering leaving the show. Jeff was like, I don't know if I want to do this forever. And then, you know, Russell came along and kind of like – revitalize like how crazy survivor can be which is why we saw Ru russell you know three times within four seasons um and then we saw brandon like they really try to capitalize on that rush and i do think that was their way of making a rival season to see if robert russell would finally win but it didn't didn't work out yeah well i mean it worked it worked out well rob won but i mean it, yeah. did, it didn't work it didn't work out for the actual I mean, rob, rob technically won all stars he, he <laughs> won all and he got the girl i mean rob basically won all stars <laughs> All right, but we are going to wrap up here um, discussing future Survivor themes. But it was, it was, it's good, always good to talk Survivor every two weeks during the off season. See what's going on. Talk about possible, possibly new news, and if not, talk about old seasons. Um, but be sure to like this video if you haven't already. It really helps us out. And be sure to subscribe to this channel if you aren't already. In addition, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Soul Survivor Pod. You could also follow us on Instagram at Soul Survivor Pod. Um, but yeah, we, uh, got nothing else for you tonight. Yep. So grab your torches and head back to camp. <laughs> Good night.